Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast. It's Tina Constant here, and you know exactly where to go for the waffle. It's down in the show notes, or you can drop around www.tinaconstant.com. But for now, we're jumping right into the story, and this week, it's a really gentle one. It's called When Stones Breathe. Now, a long, long time ago, there was an old woman called Malika. But on the day she was born, even the midwife said, This one is going to be trouble. Now, Malika was born with bright, wide eyes and thick, wild hair and a passion in her that made it seem, even from birth, that she had a mission. And as she got older... That mission became clearer. Malika was obsessed with the question of life after death. From as soon as she could talk, that was all she talked about. Now at first, limited as she was as a child, she asked questions that adults just couldn't answer or just got plain annoyed about. Like, why do things die? And is there anything that lives forever Or can the dead come back to life? Or is this stone breathing, even though I can't see it? Malika asked these questions of everyone she met, and she asked them all the time. Now, either out of impatience or just to tease the child, the adults often made answers up. They'd say things like, Things die so they can get away from incessant questions. Or, after you die, you're deaf, which means you can't hear nagging children. But the one Malika liked best was only your questions live forever. Now, because Malika was a deeply curious child, she listened to all of the answers true or untrue, angry or well-intentioned, joking or serious. And as a result, it didn't take long before she outgrew the knowledge and the patience of her family in the village. So when she was just 14, she packed her belongings and she left home. She travelled day and she travelled night, following where her questions led her. Take, for instance, the day she spent with an old shepherd. He shared his lunch in exchange for her watching his sheep while he napped. But over lunch, Malika asked what happened to his sheep when they died. Oh, the shepherd said, this is my one and only flock. You see Nimble over there? Malika looked out towards a wild, bouncing ball of wool not more than three months old. That little one, the shepherd said, has returned to my flock three times. The first time he fell off a cliff, the second time he ate a poison plant. But look at him now. He's learning, the shepherd smiled. Every mistake is a lesson. Every life is a chance to learn. You, he said to Malika, have been back many, many times. Malika was surprised. Why do you say that? she asked. Because, the shepherd said, handing her the final piece of pie, 
you're asking questions no one else can answer. The only way you'll find your answers is to find someone who has lived more than you. Then the shepherd drew Malika a map of how to get to a cabin on the edge of a cliff overlooking a wide, wild sea. You need to find this place, the shepherd said. Your answers will be there. Now, never in Malika's life had she ever been given such clear instructions. She took the map, and for seven years she followed it. But no matter how well she read it, how deeply she studied it, she could never find the cabin on the edge of a cliff overlooking the wide, wild sea. And this hurt her. It angered her. The one person she thought she could trust had lied to her. He had misled her. He had sent her in a direction that led her nowhere. And so after seven years, there came a day when she tore up the map. She stood up straight. She looked to all her horizons. She listened to her heart. And then she went that way. Now on her way, she met people, she talked, she asked questions, she never stopped, she never quit. She learned, and as she learned, she asked better questions. She spoke to more people, she explored, and she grew wise. She even started finding answers to her first questions, like, no one knows what happens after death, which is why we make up stories about it. And stories... Well, they're the one thing that lives forever. Now, as Malika traveled and learned, so she became the one that people came to for their answers. And sometimes she was able to give them. Sometimes she stayed in a place for a day and sometimes for a year. While she was in that place, she would learn and share and talk and grow and make friends and connections. But always, always... When she left, she would leave something of herself behind. And that thing she left was a small stone. She left a stone because it was the one question that she was yet to find an answer to. Does the stone breathe, even though I don't see it? And so it was that Malika entered her 90th year of life. She noticed that she found herself turning north and north again and even north again. She didn't know why, but since she had always followed her heart through her travels, she followed it now. And after many long days meeting people on the road, she smiled when far ahead she saw a cabin. It was solid, made of strong wood with a thick thatch for a roof. But what made Malika really laugh was that the cabin was at the edge of a cliff and it looked out over a wide, wild sea. Malika walked up the path and she knocked on the door. Come in, a voice said. Malika paused. She knew that voice. She opened the door and she stepped inside. I've been expecting you. 
the shepherd said. <laughs> Malika laughed. I would have been here sooner, but your map missed a few crucial left and right turns. The shepherd put fresh pie on the table. I knew you'd work it out, he said. And so the end of Malika's journey came. When people found out that her travels had ended, they came from far and wide and north and south, east and west and high and low. They all brought with them the stone she had left behind. And the people gathered and they talked. They shared stories and memories, knowledge and ideas. They ate and they loved and they laughed. And every one of them put their stone in a pile. That pile grew so wide and so high that it became a place. In Malika's honour, it became a place that people visited to learn and listen and understand. And because of that, the place pulsed with life. Even today, if you touch such stones, you'll feel the warmth. If you listen, you'll hear the air and the wind move through them. So yes, to answer Malika's final question, there is life in everything. Even stones breathe. It's just that we don't see it yet. And that's it from the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast today. Bit of a gentle one, so keep with the mellowness and enjoy your cup of whatever you've got going. And uh, grab the waffle in the show notes. Most important, just have yourself a beautiful day and drop round to www.tinaconstant.com to say hi. Have a good one and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.